Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. Way back in August of 2000, some 22 years ago, I attended a women's writing conference in upstate New York, and it was a fabulous experience. And I remember there was a professor, and she walked in, and she was an author as well, and she said, you are either the author of your own life, or you are a character in someone else's story. And when I heard that, I realized that while I had made good strides in my own life, in many ways, I had still been kind of a bit, you know, of a supporting character in other people's stories. And that made me double down on my commitment to truly becoming the author of my own life. What would make my life even more authentic to who I am and what I value? And I've never wavered on that commitment since. Now, there are six things that I've learned along the way. Some of these were surprising, some were painful, but all of them led to growth. And I have to say, I wouldn't trade the journey for any of it. So discovery number one, I call it the price of authenticity, because here's the thing. Not everyone is going to agree with your journey. They're not going to agree with every decision that you make. Like in my case, what had happened is people were very used to me being one way. I was kind of the compliant friend. And When I started making changes to be more in line with who I truly was and what was really important to me, not everybody went along with that. Some people actively resisted it. Some people said they could no longer be my friend. And I thought, well, if by me being who I am means we can't be friends, then I guess that's the price I have to pay. And that's okay. So number two, you can't pick up one end of the stick without picking up the other end of the stick. I think it was Stephen Covey who talked about this in either his Seven Habits of Highly Effective People in that book or in his book, The Eighth Habit. But he talked about that. So if I'm choosing to be responsible for my own happiness, then there's no one to blame if I'm not other than me. And quite frankly, this one can be a little bit scary. But it's also truly empowering because think about it. If there's no one else to blame other than me, if I'm happy or if I'm not happy, then that means it's up to me to make myself happy, to figure out what, what does that mean? What does that look like? What, what contributes to that? What leads to that? But really owning that puts that power in my hands. The third discovery is to get really, really comfortable with self-reflection and awareness because this is a journey. And it's not a straight path, but self-reflection and awareness, those are the gateway to change. And to be on this journey and to truly be living life on your own terms in an authentic way, it means that we're probably going to have to navigate some stuff and we're probably going to have to make some changes along the way. So getting comfortable with self-reflection and awareness, it's a powerful tool. Here's a simple example. And I may have shared this in a previous episode. I don't remember, but 
way back in the day. This was before my the conference, the writing conference, but it's a good example of I was one of those people. I was not a very good communicator. In fact, my communication style was kind of aggressive. And I mean, that's what I learned from my mom. That's what was role modeled. And I just, that's what I did. And it was one day when I had switched jobs and I was once again having trouble with my coworkers. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, why do I always have trouble with my coworkers no matter where I go? And it was as though the universe tapped me on the shoulder and said, what's the common denominator, Bobby? And I was like, oh man, maybe I'm the problem. And that led me to start studying communication and leadership. And we didn't call it emotional intelligence way back then, but that's what it was. And it set me on the path of that because I realized, ooh, I'm going to have to change because this isn't working. So we have to get comfortable with self-reflection and awareness. Discovery number four, the universe will continue to knock until you get the lesson. So become an avid learner. Just like in my, the, the example I just gave, actually, it's a really great example of this. I had gotten that message before, right? I was always having trouble with my coworkers. And it wasn't until I finally thought, oh man, maybe it's me that I could make a change. And so sometimes the lessons that we need to learn, they keep coming up and they come up disguised as challenges, but they're actually lessons that are next for us to learn. And so one of the things that I like to do is when I'm faced with a challenge, especially when I noticed, you know, maybe I faced this challenge before, I like to frame it as it's not a challenge. It's just the next thing I'm supposed to learn. Discovery number five, learn to listen to and trust your instincts. This is incredibly, incredibly valuable. And I think that we're not always encouraged to do that. And our instincts are basically our wisdom showing up in different ways. And sometimes it shows up in a way where it's like, we can't quite put our finger on something, but yet we know it. So when I have those moments, what I do is I stop and I think, okay, what's the data? What's all the data that's coming in right now that's telling me that I should be trusting my instinct? And that's one way to make the, to try to make it a little bit more visible. But by and large, our instincts are usually correct. I remember one time I was watching, I mean, this was a, it was a safety course. It was taught by an F, a former FBI uh, profiler. And it was on PBS or something. And he was talking about it, how the vast majority of crime victims, particularly women, will say, oh, my instincts were telling me that something was wrong, but I ignored it. And he said, you know, just on human behavior in general, he said people would be better off if they learned how to listen to and trust our instincts. And typically, we're not very good at that. And finally, discovery number six, don't expect a straight linear path. This path has lots of twists and turns. It has ups and downs. Sometimes the ups and downs might feel like a roller coaster, you know, where you're going up, 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 and then it drops very suddenly and it scares you to death. It's part of the journey. And the more that we can embrace that and embrace the journey, the happier we'll become. So I just wanted to share those six discoveries with you because I know many of you are, are on a similar path. And I would love to know, for those of you on that path, what are some of the discoveries you've made along the way? I would love to know that. 
So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. You know that I appreciate it. I love that. I love that you guys do that. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, please consider it sharing with them. And no matter what happens this week, hope you have a great week and make sure that you rise and thrive.